Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace on a Monday morning. I hope your big weekend of racing was profitable and enjoyable for you. It's Michael Guerin with you through to 11 o'clock this morning to discuss the harness racing world. And before we get to Brad Hewitt to talk about his big weekend, massive news coming out of the harness racing industry this morning. Lochinvar Art, who some people may consider the best pacer in Australia, has finished his career here. Arty party is over. News coming out broken by Adam Hamilton this morning that he will be heading, not Adam, the horse, to North America if in fact he isn't retired. Was disappointing at Melton on Saturday night, had a gallop, but also dropped out. If they're looking at North America, one could suggest there may be issues with the horse and potentially bleeding. Of course, they can use Lasix in North America, which they can't use in Australasia. But regardless, unless things change... He will not be racing again in Australasia. Lochinvar Art, the horse who won some major races and could have won plenty more had it not been for injury, his career here in tatters after a disappointing start to the spring. A guy who's had a vastly different start to the spring is Brad Hewitt. He's been winning races wherever he goes. Good morning, Brad. Thank you for joining us, mate. Morning, mate. Thanks for having me. Mate, we'll get the uh, the bad news out of the way first. You're a green machine man. Um, you hate it when your team goes out of the footy finals and they're a bit unlucky, but that was a no-argument performance from Parrot the other night. So you're out, and that's about it for the season. Yeah, that's it, Nick. Yeah, that's, that's how things go. So you can't yeah, worry about it too much, but had a good season to get what I did. So yeah, have to go bigger and better next year. Well, you're giving some of the boys from the Green Machine a reason to smile because you're training up a storm. Let's go all the way back to last Thursday night at Penrith, a Breeders' Challenge two-year-old heat, and Captain's Knock for your triple play syndicate came out and won that like a good horse. Yeah, he went really good, Mick. Um, he's done a good job. I've got a fair opinion of him. But, um, yeah, obviously getting trained here on the 1,000-metre track every day, and he went there, and, yeah, as you know, a lot of them sort of can't handle uh, getting around the, the smaller track, but yeah, he just handled it like a pro and he went really good. He's by Captain Treacherous, and those who don't follow the Harness Racing Stallions um, would know that he leaves some good horses, Brad, but they can be tricky to train, can't they? They can get quite hot, and quite a few of them are quite long-striding horses, so they can be a little bit iffy in their two-year-old careers. Yeah, he's sort of, they all haven't fixed him, and he's one of them, Nick, he's just a beautiful little horse to do anything with, uh, great manners and just a yeah, pleasure to have around. But yeah, then I've, on the other hand, I've got one that, yeah, that's racing today, uh, Mick Danger by Captain Tetris, and he's yeah, exactly what you just said. He's he's all of them. So yeah, that other little fellow's just, yeah, he's the exception and he goes really good. For those people who don't know the harness racing calendar, Brad, he's now obviously closing in on the two-year-old final for the Breeders' Challenge. What's the date for that one? Uh, yeah, to, to be honest, I haven't had a, a proper look. I, I know it's yeah, sort of the end of October, but uh, yeah, we just obviously wanted to get that win out of the way the other night and getting qualified and through to the semis. So yeah, I just have a, a look this week when uh, yeah, giving him a start in between somewhere and yeah, aim up for the semis. 
work backwards for the, I think it's the last Saturday, the big super Saturday coming out of Menangle, the last Saturday of October. You went to Menangle on Saturday night and you took triple four there uh, for some of the same ownership group and look, came out one well, um, not an overly quick time, but it's always hard to win at Menangle on a Saturday night. So for triple four continues what's been a pretty good start to his career. He's had the 19 starts now for seven wins and um, he's, he's doing a good job. Yeah, he's going pretty pretty good, Mick. He just uh, was disappointing the Saturday before when he led over the 2300, but that's uh, sort of twice he's failed over the 2300, but I've had to burn him and gas him off the gate, and we, we ran along at pretty quick fractions. The horse outside me got pulling, which didn't help, but um, back to the mile and a good draw. He had a nice, easy trip, and uh, he got the job done. Okay, what sort of horse is he? Is he a horse who is going to work his way through the grades at Menangle? Because as you mentioned, some of them will cop the mile, but it's a vastly different style of racing over the 23. So do you just stick him to the mile and let him find his own grade? Yeah, he's a, a really nice horse, Mick. He sort of disappointed me a bit just uh, off what he's uh, done at home, what I know he's capable of, but uh, he's still only relatively lightly raced and, yeah, like I said, just um, yeah, burn them off the gate and at an angle that sort of racing can sort of bring a few of them unstuck but he's got a lot of high speed so yeah he'll just go down there every week and just keep chipping away so that's where he'll be at You head to Goldburn today that's the New South Wales Harmless Racing meeting first race goes at 7 minutes past 12 you're in race 2 you're driving for Sam Hewitt you're driving Let's Turn It On now this is an interesting two-year-old race. I thought there was a little bit of trials depth to this, but let's turn it on. It's bred to have some ability. Yeah, that's right, Nick. He's obviously a, a half-brother to Perfect Penny and uh, Antonia, so he's got breeding on his side. But, yeah, um, I think Sam's happy enough with these trials and that, but there's a few first starters and yeah, like your race horses, so, yeah, it's a bit of, a, bit of guesswork there. You're driving a horse in the third on the card and something borrowed for Michael da- Michael Day Jr. And I thought, look, this is a decent enough horse and, and this isn't a strong field, Brad. What sort of chance would you give to something borrowed? Uh, yeah, I'm not too, too sure, Nick. Yeah, I haven't talked to Bob about it, but um, he always has his horses nice and fit and he's got decent form and, like you said, it's in maiden fields there. Pretty even. The, the favourites run a few good races, so I'd say it'd be hard to beat. But um, yeah, like you said, they're, they're a pretty even lot, and just it'll come down to getting a nice trip. And yeah, I'm sure he'll be thereabouts at the finish. Mate, a, uh, another two-year-old race is the fourth on the card today. You're driving one for Burn, um, Burn Hewitt, that being Betting Jewel. Now this one raced in the Crown, so obviously raced it in, at Bathurst at the, the big carnival at the start of the year. There's three scratchings here, Brad. Does that increase your confidence from one on the second line over the seventeen ten, or is it still hard to win from there, fresh up? Ah, uh, no, I yeah, have to be happy enough with that draw, Mick. It's yeah, following out uh, nice filly and Scott Philly. She went really good at uh, Penrith the other night against a good one, and um, yeah, then favourites drawn too. So either way, she should get a pretty good trip, whether it's behind leader or three fence, but. Yeah, it'll have a nice soft trip first up, and yeah, it's just whether or not he gets a bit of luck late, but yeah, I'm sure um, Bird will have it ready to go. Looks a decent enough horse betting jewel, and, and Burns' team's obviously flying with the juveniles this season. Yeah, that's right. They have a lot of two-year-olds and do a really good job with all the 
young ones and that, and um, yeah, we have to look at a couple of the other ones Burns had through the season, and this girl was good enough to make a Group 1 final, so uh, yeah, you know they're always going to be turned out in good fashion. We mentioned the captain treacherous stock earlier at the top of this segment, and you've got Mick Danger, who's the trickier one of your two, in race six today, just after three o'clock. They've scratched the one, and they've scratched the two. So all of a sudden, you're at barrier one. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, I only just looked at it uh, five minutes ago, to be honest, Mick. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with that. He he raced really good. Uh, his first start back, and he trialled good. Uh, beforehand here, so early on I had to be a bit careful of him, just to all you want to do is get around safe without doing things wrong, but um, yeah, he's felt really good since he's come back this time in, and yeah, same thing, he, he should uh, land a pretty handy spot, whether he's leading or yeah, maybe he might be behind uh, the favourite, Ricky's one, so either way, he should be getting a good trip, and he's going to be there on the fence, so yeah, he should be hard to beat. Made into the last on the card, you drive Bosch, who you also train. This one's come across from New Zealand. Uh, look, obviously has some ability. It's, it's, it's done a good enough job. It's won three out of 15. What sort of chance would it be today in what's not an intimidatingly strong field? Uh, yeah, he's some sort of chance. I think he's just a, a sit sprinter. You can't sort of do too much on him. And yeah, obviously just got to hope that you get the last crack for him. And when you got horses like that, you just have to... Yeah, rely on a lot on tempo and a bit of luck in running, but he's got the ability to win. It's just whether or not yeah, he gets the right for the trip and yeah, things go his way. Look, Brad, it's a, it's Monday morning. People are looking for a winner. They want to top up the account and, and start an attack or maybe um, revitalise things after the weekend. What's your best chance of driving or training a winner today out of Goldburn? Uh, probably... Uh, the one I'm not, actually not driving it. Young Harrison Rust, who works for me, I've missed Hattie in the second last. She's drawn pretty handy, and yeah, she should be thereabouts. Probably her or, or Mick Danger will be the best chances, I'd say. Mick. My apologies, I forgot to ask you, Miss Hattie, because you're not driving it. So she's got barrier three over seventeen ten. Does she have the gate speed to use that barrier? Uh, she gets out okay, but uh, just yeah, one of them races a few different form on. Their horses come from different areas. It's a bit hard to get a gauge on them, but she's more a um, sit sprinter type mare. But yeah, I just tell him to drive a house he feels. Yeah, whether he can get across to the fence or yeah, just with a bit of cover. But he went pretty good first up, and she should be there about. Well, Brad, you're facing the same problem many of the NRL fans are facing. Their teams are out of the competition. Do you have a second team you support now that that the green machine's gone? Um. Uh, not really. I was just, yeah. If anything, I hope Parramatta or Penrith get beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Green Machine fan. Thanks for joining us this morning on the show, Brad, and well done on the team of the weekend. No worries. Thanks, Nick. Brad Hewitt's heading to Goulburn today with a nice team. He had a winner at Penrith the other day with a very smart horse, and he also had a winner on Saturday night. A man who had a very similar type of weekend was Blake Fitzpatrick. Good morning, Blake. Thank you for taking the time to join us, mate. Uh, not a problem. Good morning, Nick. Mate, the team's going well. You went to Penrith, um, we'll go back a little bit, Thursday night and, and took Bravika there and got the first win out of the way and it's, it kicked off a really strong weekend for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you said, the stable's been going well recently and, yeah, Bravika got the ball rolling Thursday and then, yeah, finished off with a double on Saturday night. 
when you have a, a stable you know, with a fair few horses in it like yours, do you know when they're going good? Do you think to yourself, I'm feeling good about life here? Or do sometimes the horses are going well at home, but when you get them to the races, things just don't go your way? Do you have those good vibes when you think they're going well? And, and, it, and does it produce more confidence in you yourself? Oh, absolutely, Nick. Yeah, I think um, every stable goes through highs and lows in this industry. And uh, when you're on a high, everything seems to go right. And when you're um, on a low, everything goes wrong. So, yeah, confidence is definitely a big thing in sport. Oh, well, the confidence continued on to Saturday. We had Jalen Neal, who's making a really good fist at the start of his career. A little three-year-old horse went to Menangle and jogged around and won pretty well on 152. Is this a horse on the improve? Yeah, I think so, Mick. Um, he's a horse that's just improved with every preparation, and this time, you know, it was only second run back from a break, and yeah, he's quite impressive. He's really taken that next step, and heading he's heading towards the Breeders' Challenge in a month's time. It's going to be a tough Breeders' Challenge, isn't it? Because there's some very good three-year-olds floating around, and the ones coming down from Queensland. Is it a chance to to take them there and and see where they they sit in the rankings? Yeah, definitely, Mick. As you said, it's the three-year-old Colts are extremely strong this year. There's a number of quality three-year-olds, and it's, yeah, I guess this guy Jalen Neal, he's just lacking that experience in that grade. He's never really raced at that level before, so uh, I think he's good enough, and we'll give him his opportunity and see how he measures up. One horse we both know is good enough to race at the top level is Caligula. He's a bit of a trick. He's not the easiest horse in the world to train by the look of him or drive, but he won race eight the other night like what he is, which is a good horse. Went 155, just jogged it. The good version, Blake, of Caligula is a very powerful, strong, big trotter. Yeah, definitely, Nick. He's, he's always had ability from day one, but he's just his racing manners have let him, let him down right throughout his career, really. But, yeah, he's quite a, a highly strung horse. And Saturday night, the mobile miles just, right up his alley. He's just a freewheeler. He loves to lead and he loves to run along. So uh, once he was able to lead Saturday night, he was always going to be hard to get around. Blake, it's tempting when you have horses that good to go to the Inter-Dominions. You contested the Inter-Dominions last year, obviously, on your back doorstep. Is, is he a horse because of his little mental issues from time to time? You might be reluctant to take him down to Victoria for the Inters this season? Yeah, I think so, Nick. I think that's where I went wrong with him last season. I went first up into the Inner Dominion here in Sydney and the three runs in the week just really knocked him around. He's just a horse that puts everything into his races and he just never coped and he took him quite some time to get over that series. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say that was my mistake and, yeah, I won't, I won't be heading there with him this year, that's for sure. Mate, we're heading to Goulburn today and um, you've got a couple of horses in there. I see you're not driving, so... Uh, I'm not sure if you're sending the team with somebody else, but I, I thought the first on the card wasn't a strong field, and you've got Gardena Ronda in there. thought she sort of fell into the right race, to be honest. Yeah, definitely, Mick. She looks well-placed today. She's dropping in grade on what she's been racing at Menangle recently, and her run last week was actually OK. She made ground in a quick last quarter. So, yeah, I think she'll be suited to the, the smaller Golden track and... Although she's only a three-year-old racing the older horses, she looks looks a good winning chance today. In the last on the card, um, which is one of the better races of the day, you've got He Better Step Aside. Now, the best version of him, Lucas Rando, does the driving today. I thought the best version of him 
had to be competitive in a field like this, albeit from one on the second line, so you're going to need the right type of horse to follow through. Yeah, no, for sure, Mick. He's, he's actually really well graded today. He's, although he's first up for nearly 13 months, he's, it's probably the easiest race he's been in for some time. But, yeah, he's a horse that's got a lot of ability. He's just His whole career's been plagued by injury, so uh, he's as sound as he's ever been at the moment, and Although he's first up for some time and he hasn't trialled, he's had enough work at home to, to uh, if he get if he gets the right trip from that draw today, he um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he won this. But you've got a horse coming back from the Brisbane Carnival at Albion Park, um, who's a newcomer to your stable from Shannon Price's team, racing tomorrow at Menangle. It's a Tuesday afternoon meeting. This one's actually racing later in the program. Kofi Blaze. Now it's. Race nine, number 10. Uh, how's it been working? Because it, it's got a fair bit of ability. I, I would have thought it's got a race in it somewhere at Menangle. Yeah, no, definitely, Mick. Um, she's always been a filly that's had uh, good wraps on her, and she's only lightly raced. I think she's only had the five starts. But, yeah, she's definitely a filly with a lot of high speed and will be suited to the Menangle style of racing. So she's another one that's first up tomorrow, but she won a trial at Menangle last week, and... He's forward enough to uh, to be hard to beat tomorrow. Blake, we love a, a trainer in form, so what's your best chance for the Sky Sport radio listeners to back a winner today, either at Goulburn today or, of course, at Menangle tomorrow? Uh, probably today I, I, I like the horse in the last. He better step aside. And, yeah, for people following him tomorrow at Menangle, I like uh, Lindy's love. I think she's in the second race at Menangle tomorrow. Where are the gallopers going? I know you guys are a dual-code family. You've obviously got, you've got a few gallopers. You've got a lot more harness horses, but how are the gallopers treating you? Yeah, they've been racing consistently, Mick. Uh, we had one around third yesterday, and we've got around 10 in work here at home. So, yeah, we've really enjoyed them, and, yeah, they've been going great recently. Mate, we appreciate you taking the time with 10 gallopers and God knows how many harness horses you've got there, Blake. You're obviously a busy man, so we appreciate it for the Sky Sport Radio listeners giving us a chance to, to get inside your brain and hopefully get some money in those accounts in the next couple of days. Yeah, no, not a problem, Nick. Blake Fitzpatrick, who had success at Penrith and a double at Menangle on Saturday night with a very good horse called Caligula. He also, like Brad Hewitt, our first guest, heads to Goulburn today, or he sends a team to Goulburn today, a Menangle tomorrow for him. One guy who never misses a meeting is Jack Callaghan. He's been in excellent form in the Sulky. We mention often these young guns who are dominating harness racing in New South Wales. Good morning, Jack. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Mate, it's uh, always great to get your thoughts. Um, mate, the, the role continues. You're driving plenty of winners. Um, how are you seeing them at the moment? You're feeling pretty good about life? Yeah, things are tracking along all right. At the minute, we've had a pretty good season so far, so hopefully it can continue. Have you got a horse you like for the Breeders' Challenge, Jack? Because we've, uh, we're seeing these horses start to emerge now, and you drove a good one the other day in Peaceful, the two-year-old filly for Cameron Ross. I thought she was absolutely excellent. Is she your best breeders' challenge horse? Yeah, for sure. She, she's a filly with plenty of ability. Um, she seems to be getting better and better and uh, really racing smarter and more tractably as well uh, with more experience. So she's, um, yeah, definitely uh, should be a month open on the year. 
Mate, we saw her be dazzling on Thursday night, but of course she has Menangle form. She went to Menangle two starts ago and won by a cricket pitch. So it must be exciting to be on a filly like her, who, who is a really good chance of actually winning a Breeders' Challenge, because they're not easy things to win. They're not easy things to get on a chance of having any chance of winning. Yeah, it is exciting. Um, obviously, I've had a lot of good support from her trainer, Cameron Ross, as well as like Bernie and Diane Kelly, the owners. So, um, you know, it's always nice to get on a good horse. She's bred to be a good horse, so hopefully she can go on Jack, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us because I'm obviously you're on your way to Goulburn. And the second on the card there today, which goes at 12.40, you drive a debutante two-year-old, Sapphire and Diamonds. What is trainer Jack Trainer telling you about this one? I haven't actually spoke to Jack yet about her too much. Um, you know, she's had a few trials now and seems to have been getting better with each of them, so um, she definitely wouldn't be here if she's not ready to race, put in a really good performance, so uh, it's pretty um, inexperienced field, a lot of first starters or you know, a few runners with a few starts, so a bit of a guessing game, but I'm sure she'll be competitive. In the third on the card, Jack, you drive Piccadilly Pop from two on the second line. Not a lot of form, but it's in the right race. Yeah, that's right. You know, the back line draw probably sooner. She can get a little bit aggressive in her race at the time, so hopefully getting straight on her helmet. Um, that'll help her in that aspect. As you said, it's not the um, you know, strongest race in history, so she should be competitive. You're driving CP3 in the sixth on the card. I thought this was a tricky race because uh, Maltabano and, and Mick Danger look like nice enough horses who can head forward, and if they get in front of you, they'll take some catching. Yeah, he's probably up against it a bit today, to be honest, Mick. These two two-year-olds in it uh, look pretty handy, so I'll probably be waiting for him to probably find an easy race. All right, mate, you're heading there today for, by your standards, not a big book of drives. Jack, can you drive a winner at Goulburn today? Yeah, I think the best chance is probably um, Jack Trainer's two-year-old. So, you know, obviously, comes with a risk home in the first start, but, um, you know, I'm sure she wouldn't be here if she's not ready to win. Mate, tomorrow you head back to Menangle where we have the three-year-old uh, gold sovereign heats for the APG. You're driving a horse who I really love, and I think lots of people love it, Mahomes, named after Patrick Mahomes, the outstanding footballer. He's got a, a crew who go everywhere with him. The owners get the jerseys on. It's, it's all a good bit of pageantry. Must be a lot of fun driving a horse for Pete Russo who has that much support, Jack. Yeah, so I did uh, get on nice horses with... You know, owners that are very passionate about it. So, um, he's in great form. I played Mahomes, and uh, yeah, good get on him. What do you make of him tomorrow? Because it's a tricky little field. He's got the outside barrier draw. Does he have the ability to overcome that and some of these decent rivals and horses like my ultimate Skeeter and Escape Artist and still work? Yeah, he definitely got the ability. Um, Obviously, it's probably the strongest race he's been in for a fair while, but he can't hold his form. He's on his last six races, so Pete died at a 
strong opinion of him and I'm thinking you know, definitely Mate, you drive another one in race eight tomorrow called Atomic Star, also for Pete Russo. Decent enough horse, pretty good winner here two starts ago, I thought. Yeah, he's been getting better. He, he's been a real handful for Pete and you know, his previous trainers as well. So uh, he's done a great job of managing him through this and getting his gait sorted. Probably not 100%, but he's the type of horse that probably won't ever you know, be 100% in his gait. So he's the type of horse that'll just need a little bit of luck um, for him to go his way. But Jack, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, mate. We know it's race day and therefore it's going to be a busy day for you. Um, get there safe, get round safe and get home safe. And We're looking forward to seeing how Mahomes goes tomorrow at Menangle. No worries, thanks, That's Jack Callaghan who's doing a super job in the sulky. Good to hear the thoughts of Blake Fitzpatrick as well. For those who are just joining the show... Racing at Goulburn today, Blake said his best of the day is race nine, number nine. It's called He Better Step Aside. It's 3.9, 1.6 with tab.com.au. So 3.9, 1.6. Brad Hewitt has a great chance of winning two races today. Mick Danger would be one of the obvious ones, but he also thought he could win a race the eighth on the card with Miss Hattie. It's $4.140. This is Goulburn today, race Eight, four dollars for the three Miss Hattie. There are our harness horses to follow today. We have racing there, we have racing tomorrow at Menangle. But the big news to come out this morning, Lochinvar Art, the former Chariots of Fire winner, may be finished as a racing proposition in Australia. Adam Hamilton, I believe, is writing a story for the Daily Telegraph and for some of the race net stuff, so we'll see how that turns up in the next couple of hours or so. That's the Harness Racing Update here on Sky Sport Radio on a Monday morning. Hope your week goes well. The next time we'll have a Harness Racing Update for you with On The Pace will be 10.30 on Wednesday morning with Brittany Graham.